स्मार्टकास्ट यू आर लिसनिंग टू अमिंट प्रोडक्शन प्रोटू बाई The center has been implementing various schemes for a financially secure, viable and sustainable power sector. In this year's budget too, it has attempted to make states more disciplined in reducing losses in the power sector. The internet gave us short attention spans. We preferred to like and share content instead of reading and sometimes even watching it. At Mint, we decided to come up with the Mint Primer, which breaks down the big news of today into short, quick, consumable questions and answers. On this podcast, you will find information about everything from cybercrime to RBI's new repo rates. I am Prasad Banerjee, and this is what happened today. Today's primer is written by Jagdish Shetigar and Pooja Mishra who are faculty at Bimtech. The 2023-24 budget has proposed to continue with the 50-year interest-free loan to state governments that aid infrastructure investment. In this episode, we examine the long-term strategy behind this capital expenditure plan. To start with, what are the terms for extending this loan? The 50-year loan is intended for capex in FY24. Most of it would be at the discretion of states, while parts of the expenditure will also be linked to or allocated for scrapping old government vehicles, urban planning reforms, financial reforms in urban local bodies to make them creditworthy for municipal bonds, housing for police personnel or as part of police stations and constructing unity malls. These malls would focus on the sale of handicrafts, one district one product items and GI products. Besides a part has to be directed at creating libraries as well as digital infrastructure among other things. It's also supposed to help in minimizing pollution. Scrapping old government vehicles will help reduce polluting and fuel guzzling vehicles bringing down the vehicular pollution. It will reduce the number of old vehicles which have high levels of emission and noise. An added benefit recycling of waste metal. Replacing old vehicles with new ones would also help in economizing the use of petroleum products and reduction in oil imports due to greater fuel efficiency of newer vehicles. This measure will also help in carrying forward the effective implementation of the central government's old vehicle scrappage policy with the cooperation of states. Moving on, how does it help improve civic amenities? A weak financial position weakens local bodies' capacity to provide good amenities. Mumbai, Bangalore, Chennai and Hyderabad have routinely faced havoc during monsoons. The price of the ensuing mayhem, a result of weak civic amenities, is usually paid by the public. Poor amenities also cripple business and create hurdles when it comes to attracting investment. And next comes strengthening infra facilities. 50 additional airports, heliports, aerodromes and advanced landing grounds are on the government's agenda. The government has also announced an urban infra boost for tier 2 and tier 3 cities. It will set up an urban infrastructure development fund of rupees 10000 crore per year to be used by public agencies to build infrastructure in these cities. States and cities would be encouraged to undertake reforms in urban planning and make cities sustainable. The support is linked to states commitment to infrastructure. And lastly, there should be a strategy on fiscal discipline as well. 
Fiscal deficit of states would be restricted to 3.5% of gross state domestic product, of which 0.5% will be tied to power reforms. The centre has been implementing various schemes for a financially secure, viable and sustainable power sector. In this year's budget too, it has attempted to make states more disciplined in reducing losses in the power sector. Making it obligatory on states to go for power reforms is a major step forward for all stakeholders involved. And that was a quick glimpse at today's front page. We'll see you again tomorrow. This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.